The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. So glad that you have joined us. If Trump is removed from the ballot, can we even really consider it America anymore? Can we? Uh, Colorado apparently had the Supreme Court uphold that Trump can be removed from the ballot. This would end any resemblance of a free country. Um, Sebastian Gorka was talking about this on Newsmax, and I'm going to bring that to you. There were so many other things that are going on, too, that I'm going to get to besides just this issue. But I want to get to this issue as soon as possible. So let's go to Greg Schmidt, who is actually interviewing Sebastian Gorka and this whole situation of removing Trump from the ballot. Off the top here on this commercial free Tuesday, the all Democrat nominated Colorado Supreme Court has just announced that former President Trump will not be on the ballot in Colorado in 2024. At least that's what they think as of right now. Sebastian Gorka joins us now to talk about this just for a second before we get into the monologue. And sir, it's, it's good to have you on. And, and you note here that the, the court, uh, they've already decided to pause this decision in anticipation of an appeal. Go ahead, sir. They're desperate, Rob. They're just bloody desperate. Yeah. They look at the latest figures today. President Trump, for the first time, has got a 50-point uh, popularity average across the nations in key states mm. against the current incumbent. What do they do? This is from the Mar-a-Lago raid to the New York Alvin Bragg indictments, to Judge Chutkan, to Jack Smith, and now Colorado. This is the only way they think they can stop him. Let, let's just stop for a moment and look at what this is about. They're saying that he was involved in an insurrection and therefore can't run for office. The only human being in history who has received 64 million votes and then 73 million votes running for president, who's only served one term, who has the constitutional right to run again. This is about one thing, Rob. This is about making sure that yeah. Americans cannot choose their next president. I've read the 14th Amendment live on radio. It says explicitly, it lists all of these positions. But the one position it doesn't mention is president of the United States. And that's why the lower courts threw this out. They need to get this absurd decision, six to three, where the six Supreme Court justices in Colorado refused to add their names to this 380-page document. This yes, uh, it's... It's really frustrating to see America collapsing like this. Now, we know that Biden already has an illegitimate regime. So what are we to expect? But what it does show me is, is that obviously that means the Democrats and the Biden administration are not confident 
They're not confident that they can steal the 2024 election. That's kind of shocking to me. But I think they are afraid from looking at the polls that Donald Trump, of course, will always do better than what the polls say, could win so overwhelmingly that they will not have enough ballots to make up the difference. It will be too hard, especially when you have so many more people that will be watching. I don't even know if we get to a 24 election. And I've constantly thought, and you have to talk about this, if they're this desperate, and if Trump wins in an appeal to the ultimate Supreme Court and gets on the ballot, which he should, and they're unable to throw him in prison, they're also not going to take off assassination from the table. We, we have to understand this. They are acting like communist dictators. Now, why would the Biden administration act like communist dictators? Maybe it's because they are communist dictators. This is exactly what you would expect to happen in a country that had its elections overthrown, an illegitimate regime takes control, and these are the exact things that you would expect to happen, including framing their political enemies. The whole January 6th insurrection thing we all know was really the FBI behind all of that with their informants and, well, I don't even have to rehash that, but we have political prisoners in America, political prisoners. It's... It's really frustrating. And you might think, well, Ben, here you are, bedridden from your cancer, and you're fighting for something that you might not even be around to see. Maybe. But I want to warn you that I don't think, I really don't think you're going to have a 2024 election. They will do something to, well, you could if Trump really is in jail and they, they stop him, they stop him from being on the ballot or they assassinate him, but they're not going to let Donald Trump win is what I'm saying, no matter what. Will it backfire? Could it be that the there's enough people that will overwhelm that they'll be too scared to go the assassination route. And if too scared to do what evil regimes have done in the past, if we get to the point where America is this fallen, and we really are at that point, the question is, how long does God allow a nation that proclaimed to be a Christian nation to become the worst nation on earth? How long is God going to allow that? Let me give you more of Sebastian Gorka, though. This needs to be taken up by the Supreme Court in January, right it, when it, they it, open on the first it day. Seemed, it seems that they're anticipating a, a pretty quick appeal to this thing. And you know what's the, the most interesting thing is that when, when Jack Smith brought his charges, and we know Jack Smith is a highly partisan man, uh, he did not even bring charges of insurrection. 
against the former president. He doesn't think there's a case for insurrection, but the Colorado Supreme Court just decided that because Trump, in their minds, created an insurrection uh, or or led to an insurrection or inspired an insurrection, that he cannot be on the ballot uh, in the state of Colorado. So they're going further than Jack Smith uh, in making this statement. And they're basically saying to However, whatever percent of support, I think uh, in in Colorado, it's a blue state. So Trump has something around 40 percent support at this point. They're telling 40 percent of the people in the state of Colorado they can't vote for the man they want to vote for for president of the United States. You're talking about millions and millions of people. Yeah, look, your your point is so well taken. Jack Smith, who is, you know, just absolutely deranged in his hatred against President Trump. Even he didn't use the post-Civil War 14th Amendment. And his case already with the latest Supreme Court decision to hear the review of the 1312, a section of code being used against the January 6ers and the presidential immunity clause, Jack Smith's case has been you know, put on ice for months. Yeah. We know that that is collapsing already. But look, we, we used to joke, Rob, about Trump derangement syndrome. This is This is no longer a joke. When we have people in black robes anonymously trying to stop tens of millions of Americans from getting to choose their president. Remember what we were told three weeks ago. Remember what the New York Times editorial board, the Washington Post, Robert Kagan, 5,000 words, the whole issue of Atlantic told us, we've we've got this threat to democracy. It's the dictator Trump. Um, Yeah. You know what the threat to democracy is? The Colorado Supreme Court. It's it is. It's a two-tier justice system is the threat to democracy. When you have a two-tier justice system, you have an FBI that's corrupt. You have one political party that can do anything it wants. Openly trying to imprison the top candidate of the other political party. When you, when you see that blatant, it... it it drives you nuts because you know, how can you save America? And yet again, I, I am well aware some of you have to be thinking, and why are you even doing shows when you are bedridden? And the thing is, is my children still live here. And if the rapture doesn't happen, which I'm I'm hoping for, not for just my sake, for everyone's sake uh, well the christian's sake that that would be taken up in the rapture if that is not going to occur anytime soon for you and my kids this stuff matters and it's more than that i need you to be inspired if i can to be an example of christianity as far as i can go as far as being someone who's fighting cancer, unable to even sit up properly to do a show, but God can still use me, I still have that opportunity to be used. I don't know how many more shows I'll be allowed to be used. Maybe a lot, maybe very few. It's, it's not easy. Just it was a lot easier producing a show before than it is for me right now. And thank goodness um, I'm able to do even this. But I hope 
in the end, what you all get inspired by is the understanding that Jesus is real and Jesus is coming. And what you're seeing in America is really what you're seeing around the world. What you're seeing around the world, it's like birthing pains of the end times about to begin. The tribulation period you've heard Christians talk about for so long. And I will try to be a beacon of light to those who don't are unsure that this stuff is really going to happen. I'm telling you, it will happen what the Bible says. The only question is when. But when we're seeing what's happened to America, if that's not a super sign, when, when the strongest Christian nation to ever exist has fallen to where it people look at it as Sodom and Gomorrah, when it used to be the strongest Christian nation, that is a major sign. And you might, why is that a major sign? The Bible says there will be a falling away. Yeah, there will be Christians that get stronger during the end time. It will strengthen some Christians' faith, but overall, you're, you're you know, around the world, the average person has a falling away from God. They proclaim God, but they don't really, really profess God. Now, I want to give you something else. Uh, this is the other scary thing. When Christianity falls in America, you have Islamic zealots ready to push their religion on you. And, and it's scary what's happening in America. Take a look at this. All right, our other big story tonight, as we told you off the top, the keffiyeh-wearing radical anti-Semitic mobs are back out in full force this week, stirring up chaos all over New York last night. Penn Station, Grand Central Station, both hit as radicals spewed their hate for Jews and terrorized anyone who was standing in their way, working to cripple Manhattan's two largest transit hubs in the process. That was the goal. At Penn Station, uh, we can show you video here. Pull it up full screen of several Muslim men stopping in the middle for a prayer, right in between their calls for destroying Israel. So here you have genocide and Islam tethered together and videotaped at a New York City transit hub. As, of course, their... Uh, just hold it right there. The hypocrisy of the, the Muslim prayers as they really want genocide with Israel... It's another super sign. What you're seeing with Israel, the top Christian nation is falling. Israel actually is rising, which is what we find out happens during the end time. Now, the whole world comes against Israel, but Israel is going to eventually turn to Christ. Most likely, when the church is removed, then you will see that happen. Up until then, you're not going to fully see the Jewish people fully embrace Christ, but I'm seeing it already, and I'm sure you have, that uh, Jewish people are much more open to learning about Christianity and Christ than ever before. And when they see these things fully fulfilled, if, if a Jewish person 
sees me doing this show and then sees some of the things that I've been saying happen, even if I'm long gone, but this is on the internet and they see it, it could change that person tremendously and who knows who it will change. So if you're, like I said, wondering why are you still doing shows in your condition, I don't know how God's going to use me and I just need to put myself out there and, and hopefully he'll continue to use me the more I put myself out there. At some point, he's probably not going to use me anymore, but I will do what I can. Let me go back to Greg Schmidt, though, and and this rise in Islam and what we're seeing in America, and they want to fill the void of the death of Christianity in America. For sure they do. version of Islam contends that God wants to eradicate the world of Jews. Isn't that a beautiful display inside our country. These are the people running all over our major cities with carte blanche, and we, as a collectively guilt-ridden society, are letting it happen. Right now, the biggest problem the West has is our massive amounts of guilt and political correctness blinding us to a very harsh reality inside this country, that we have a faction of people who hate not just Israel, but hate the entire U.S. and the entire West. And these radical Islamists have found allies. Ironically, in the godless Marxists who share their hatred for everything that the West is. They may not be ideologically aligned, but they share a common enemy, and that enemy is us. And these are the factions that we're seeing making all of this noise and spewing all this hate all over our country, almost on a nightly basis at this point. Today, radical extremist Linda Sarsour led a rally of this same faction in Washington. Some video here from Marjorie Taylor Greene, raiding part of the Capitol before several people were arrested. This is what it looked like. Now, we're all supposed to say that uh, there's a right to protest. We're supposed to applaud that and what we've seen almost nightly in New York since October 7th as part of the American experience, right? Freedom of religion, freedom to protest. But the question is, what happens when that religion that has its freedoms here is the antithesis of everything that we are? What happens when ideological zealots begin abusing our freedoms as they work to undermine the foundation of our country? Which is happening in Europe already. I want to get to one more thing. On securing America, this also ties in. You have the Islamic front and what's happening with Israel and America's over there in Israel. You have the election in America that will be coming up in in 2024, and you have China, one of the biggest key players, pulling the strings behind the scenes. And how big of a threat are they? And are they willing to go to war? Frank Gaffney talking about this. Take a listen. Welcome back. We're visiting with the great Gordon G. Chang. He is one of our duty experts on all things China, and we've been talking with him about... um, Who's right? You know, should we be concerned that Xi Jinping is intent on and capable of going to a shooting war? Uh, and under what circumstances? And some of the factors that Gordon has offered that um, may suggest not so much. And Gordon, one of those was this issue of uh, the purges of his military and his own desire and seeming ability to exercise 
control over it. Finish that thought, if you would. Um, yes. Um, General Li Shangfu, the defense minister who was canned, was a Xi Jinping appointee. And, and so are the senior leaders of the rocket force who have all been uh, installed recently and, and they've been removed. Um, and that suggests a couple things. Um, one of them is that Xi Jinping is the paranoid, which was the third theory that we talked about. Um, and you got to remember, you know, you're absolutely right. We got to be deeply concerned about that because here you got a country which is fast building up its nuclear weapons arsenal. And if he descends into darker versions of the world, um, we're in for um, a failure of deterrence. We could be. Xi has gotten rid of these military leaders. M many of the reports that I've heard is simply because those military leaders were hesitant in wanting to go to war with America. Understandably, because they know that their food supply depends on America their their oil supply would be difficult because they have to ship in so much oil from the Middle East. And if you're at war with America, that's that's if there's not a surprise attack and we're just wiped out immediately. If there was an ongoing war, and and so is Xi willing just to go to war just out of nowhere with America? I don't think he's willing to do it alone. But he's willing if the world is with him, at least the access of evil in the world is with him, such as Russia, North Korea, Iran, and many others. And we already know that they're all aligned. And what I think is going to happen is, is that Russia and Iran, with their alliance and what's happening in Israel, it's going to look like Russia is going to help at some point to eradicate Israel because they're going to eventually say that Israel is evil because they're, they're the ones eradicating Hamas. You know, there is such thing as good and evil. If good is getting rid of evil, that's a good thing. If evil is getting rid of good, that's a bad thing. So if Hamas is eradicating people, that's really bad. If Israel is eradicating Hamas, that's actually good because there's you're eradicating evil. It isn't one or the other. There is right and wrong. So anyways, the point is, what I think is going to happen is, is, is that at some point in time, they're, they're going to say, look, you got to get rid of America before you fully go after Israel. They might start to attempt it and then realize it ain't going to work unless you, you surprise attack America. And if Xi has Russian nuclear weapons on his side, and then you have dirty nuclear weapons with Iran and North Korea, and Xi can sit back and look like he's not the one doing it, but then can invade for the farmland afterward, I think we're... We're on the verge of that. I think it's very capable of happening. Folks, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. I tell you that all the time. But I want you to know, in this day and age, 
it's all you can really rely on. If you don't have Jesus, what do you have? If you don't have God, what is there to even look forward to? We're all going to die. All of us. I might be closer to death, but you're going to die at some point too. That's well, unless we make it to the rapture. So you should be on my side. Let's make it to the rapture. Let's do that. It's, I'm hoping it's close because I know it is, but a year could be close. So who knows? I love you guys. See ya! Hey guys, don't forget to subscribe and hit that like button. Folks, for over 60 years, the John Birch Society has been standing for our constitutional rights. They want to limit and counter big government and its agenda. You need to go and check out the John Birch Society at jbs.org. Go check it out now.